You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. War Eagle Auburn family, and welcome back to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion. And today we have another W to talk about. We are excited. 3-0. Your Auburn Tigers are 3-0 to start the year, going into the battle for Atlantis next week as they win on the road today, 58-52 against the South Florida Bulls. Um, it's a good win for the Tigers. Slow start, but able to come back off a of tough shooting. It was, but it was a, it was a good win, and uh, and we're excited to get get ready to get going into the meat of the season. And to do that, I brought my dad back with me here. Dad, how are you today? We are in the same room, so we're <laughs> it's it's kind of weird being side by side talking about the game. But yeah, I'm excited to to talk about another W. wasn't a pretty W, but uh, we were able to uh, see the arena where we're going to be playing in March in the SEC tournament, which I think will ultimately help us <clears throat> in the long run, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, got some some got a bad game out of our system, at least a right. really bad first half out of our system. That's right, I agree. And you, you brought up a good point there. Bruce Pearl actually scheduled the South Florida game to go to Tampa to see the arena that the SEC tournament will be in this year in that uh, arena where the Tampa Bay Lightning play. The Back-to-back Stanley, Stanley Cup Stanley champions Camp play. Champions. Yes, that's, that's right. right. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, you talked about the slow start, and I brought it up as well. When, yes, we did see a slow start and um, a little slump coming out of this Auburn basketball team. You know, we uh, just like we've said in previous shows, um, this Auburn team has to mesh together. They're also really young. Um, pretty inexperienced. Um, so we're going to see things like that happen uh, with this Auburn team. And um, we're, we're going to see slow starts. We're going to see shooting slumps. We're going to see runs in games where we're like, what are, what are we doing right now? So, um, and I think we kind of saw that at the beginning of the game, but you also saw the fight in this team, the talent, the pure NBA talent in this team um, <clears throat> for for them to be able to come back and, and win this ball game on the road. It's a, Bruce Pearl said after the game that uh, the blue the blueprint has been laid for future teams that we go against, and I would agree with him. Uh, the South Florida Bulls, while I don't think they're the a very good team, they are extremely aggressive on defense. They have big, tall guards, and every time we tried to drive the lane, they rip gripped and ripped and tried to pull the ball out. And I think we'll see a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, and, and if officials let that, let it, let them play, uh, we may struggle with that some this year. Yeah. Until like they do the, like they do the first half, the officials did let them play. And we saw a lot of ball rips, a lot of steals for South Florida and a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, a lot of them getting up into our young, smaller guards, like Wendell, like Zepp and like KD. Yeah. Um, I think that, 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 that is a blueprint to how you're going to have to guard these Auburn guards because you have to worry so much about this Auburn front court, especially when Alan Flanagan comes back. So, yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. I'm trying to um, trying to not lay out the blueprint like that, but, I mean, Bruce said it best. I mean, that's that's how you're going to have to guard these Auburn guards is get up in them. You know that there's, every one of those SEC teams will do that. And I'm glad we've uh, we are aware of that now and can make some adjustments and it didn't take uh sec uh, we can be prepared for it to be in the sec 
So it's a again a really tough start. We were down nine to nothing. Uh, we're turning the ball over more than more turnovers than shots mm-hmm. at one point, and and that's that's not going to win many games. But but before we get into it a little bit more, I'd like to shout out the Auburn Tampa Auburn Club. Uh, the Tampa Auburn Club showed up in force at that arena, and uh, Katie Johnson even mentioned in uh, in his post game that. Uh, that he was surprised at how many Auburn fans there were. They were loud. So Tampa Auburn Club, when you listen to this, thank you. Y'all did a great job. They showed up. They were loud. I was shocked because I actually watched the game with you after the game had finished. I knew I knew the outcome, and you know I knew some of the storylines and that sort of thing. But I was I wasn't able to watch the game live, and I watched the game after with you. And I was like, one thing that I was really noticing was the crowd was not. South Florida. It was all. It was like we were playing on a neutral site, mm-hmm. um, and I know it wasn't in uh, on South Florida's campus. It was in downtown Tampa, but it, it, still, that should be a South Florida home game, and it, it really wasn't. So yeah, shout out to Auburn Tampa Club. That was that was impressive. It was really cool. Yeah, let's let's get into some of the stats of this game. Um, it, it, you know, you saw shooting slumps, especially early. With this Auburn team shooting 19% from three, Oof. you know, that's you're not going to win a lot of games. The SEC shooting 19% from three, going five of 26. But, um, uh, you know, they hit the threes that matter. I, you know, late in the game, they hit a few, they hit a few that mattered. Um, Devin, I, I don't know how I don't know how to say this. I love Devin Cambridge. I did too. He had the best plus minus on the team at plus 24 in this game. In a game we won by six, he had a plus 24 plus minus. Which is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It really is. But he has to be, he has to stop. He has to stop shooting threes. Look, I I, I, I said it. I was watching the game live with, uh, with your sister. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's a big Devin Cambridge fan. She likes her some Devin Cambridge. And uh, and he kept getting open looks from three and didn't hit any of them. He went 0 of 6 from three. And and I told her, I said, you know, he's getting open looks for a reason. They're, they don't, they're not worried if he gets the ball at the three. They're a lot more worried about him doing what he did later in the second half, coming off that baseline when our guards get in the middle of the, of the zone Attack. and attacking the rim with alley-oop dunks that that – that's what Devin Cambridge needs to do. He just needs to stop shooting threes, drive it, uh, put pressure on the defense. If they're not going to come out and guard you, put pressure on them by driving it at them and and making them guard you instead of shooting that open look. Yeah. You know, know, there are also a few more offensive struggles. You know, nobody Mm. else really shot the ball well from three. You know, we shot 11 of 16 from the free throw line, which isn't terrible, but Kyle would tell you that's (laughs) awful. Kyle would want 15 of 16. Or 16 of 16. Well, as we all would want uh, that. Oh, yes, but. of course. <laughs> but before we talk about a little bit more of the offense, we can get into kind of – I mean, this Auburn team is going to be known and based off of their defense. They play extremely physical defense today, and um, it, sh- it showed in the scoreboard. It showed uh, – you know, I said we were watching it, and the Murphy kid, number 23 – he, he's a player. He was their best player. He's a player. And he was making good shots. We, it wasn't bad defense. We 
not one time that I was like, oh, that's really bad defense on Auburn's part on anybody. He was just making those good shots. Mm-hmm. And you're going to play players like that. You're going to play players you're like play that. play a lot of them in the especially SEC. Especially in the SEC, yeah. <laughs> but they only scored 52 points in the game. That shows the rim protection. That mm-hmm. shows the physical defense on the perimeter. And that shows the press. I really I showed the press. I love watching guys try to turn and just – shoot with Walker Kessler standing behind them and it it seems kind of just seems pointless. pointless. Yeah. It, you know, pump fake, do something, do a up and under move or something, because you just turn and put it up in his face. He's knocking it back. And and you mentioned the press. When we got physical and got after it on the press and we had Zepp and KD and uh Wendell uh, up in the backcourt with them. And 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 we've been on Devin Cambridge a little bit, but give Devin some love on that on the press. He, several times he was the guy that formed the trap that the guards pushed to his side to get him to trap. Yeah. And he he put his foot on the on the sideline so they couldn't get by him mm-hmm. and forced them to stop. And and we got several turnovers. KD got a run out because it was just a great trap. And granted, he dribbled into it from South Florida, but, but once he did, it was over for him and we got the ball and KD got a little layup, which helped spark that press sparked the run, our runs. Yeah. And let's talk about that run A 15 to 0 run in the uh, middle of the second half. Mm -hmm. I really sealed the deal. We were down nine and we ended up going up, you know, five or six, you know, Uh, that's that, that's what, that will win the game. That, that run right there showed, what this Auburn team is capable of offensively and defensively. Um, and man, I was, as I was watching that run, I was like, this is what won the game. This is, this is why we were in the win column. They were in the loss column. This we is why we're ranked 21st and they're not. Yeah. The, we're going to need more, uh, more runs like that yeah. as we get into deeper in the, in the season. Well, how many points did they score in the second half? South Florida. They scored 19 points. In the 19 points. Half. You're going to win a lot of games. You hold teams to 19, 19 points, points, especially with that Murphy kid. It, look, he's a pro. Yeah. That kid's a pro. He he'll play somewhere uh, after he gets done at South Florida. He is he's their highest ranked recruit, top 75. I think they yeah. said, uh, which for South Florida, that's pretty good. Uh, and he he had offers from a Florida, bunch of SEC Georgia, schools. Arkansas had offered Arkansas. him. So and he wanted to apparently stay at home and and be uh, be the man at South Florida. Let he me is. tell you, yes, he he's the man. That's he right. can flat out play. He can play. Yeah. All right. So let's talk into more of the good on the offensive side. You know, we kind of can run that on with the fifteen and zero. Let me tell you a few guys that stood out to me. Just you know. Good, bad, you know, a couple different things. Um, I'll tell you, Jalen Williams should be a go-to player, especially when he's on the bench. <laughs> there's no there's no reason – there's nobody that can guard him, especially of other teams coming off the bench, even in the SEC. I don't believe there's any player that can guard – the dude was their best player last year. I just don't I, – I, I, I've called him a Swiss Army knife, and I, I think that's the best description of him. He defends – he can shoot. He can post up. Uh, he he he's one of the best passing big men I've seen in a long time. He made a pass to Devin, yeah. on a Devin baseline cut mm-hmm. that got Devin a, a highlight reel dunk, and it was a one hand off the dribble bounce pass between two defenders by a guy that's what is he six nine six ten? 
Yeah. So yeah, it was it was really good. So yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, and then we talked about during the game there was a there's multiple times where we would come set a high ball screen uh, for Wendell or KD or Zep, and we would they would double off that screen and ice our ice our point guards and Wendell or whoever it was Zep no matter who it was, they would always back up and then pass it off to the side. I think you need to pay, make them pay for that. You need to make them pay for doubling your guy, especially when you have a big guy like Jabari or Walker Wool into the rim. Yeah. Um, you know, Jared and Sharif were really, really good at making them pay because Jared could get to the rim instantly. Yeah, we talked about we talked about Jared making people pay. Uh, our guards right now, uh, the thing that disappoints me a little bit, not disappoints me, but makes me hesitant looking in, looking at the rest of the schedule mm-hmm. is we have a hard time getting by people. Yeah. Uh, South Florida had some good defenders, but they didn't have defenders yeah. like UConn's going to show you in a couple of days or like Alabama or Kentucky. It, it, the good, the, the thing that Sharif did last year better than anybody I've ever seen is nobody can stay in front of it. Yeah. And he could get to the middle of the lane, make that lob pass to Devin. And Wendell did it a couple of times where he split. In fact, he had back-to-back possessions uh, where he split that double team from the wing, but he didn't split it when he was up high, up in between the circles. So uh, I, I, I would like to see us attack the double team and make them pay for, for running that big man all the way out at half court with our point guard. Me too. We got to make him pay, and yeah, Jared was famous for you didn't double team him. No, no, and it's like people just knew not to double team Jared. Yeah. And I think with this game, just like Bruce said, you lay out the blueprint, mm-hmm. double our guards. I, I would double our guards off of every ball screen possible until they make me pay for until it. Until they make me pay for and it, and I'd be as physical and in their jersey as I could possibly be. Yeah, and make the rest call. If it. they if they call it, start blowing the whistles, then then Auburn's going to beat me, but. Other than that, I would, I would make the officials call those. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an e2c network booster exclusive communications and bonus content that is available nowhere else if you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one please head on over to patreon.com e2c network to join the e2c network booster club you can also get there by going to our website e2cnetwork.com support Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Jabari, not not shooting the ball particularly well today. I think it was his first game since high school where he wasn't playing at Auburn Arena. 
Um, I think I kind of, I kind of expected it. I, you know, I, I expected it from most of these, especially the newcomers um, to not be extremely comfortable shooting the ball, but I mean, dude, dude's a pro. Good defender, good, good passer, a willing passer. Mm-hmm. The, the announcers were talking about, uh, they loved all over Jabari. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he, when we were down nine, nothing or early in the game, he got the ball in the wing and said, all right, I've had enough. And the shot clock was running down and he took maybe two dribbles and those long legs and flushed it with both hands on a drive to the baseline. And, and the announcers were like, yeah, that guy's a pro. Uh, he, he is, he did not shoot the ball. Well, no. he, he missed shots that he usually makes and those little mid range jumpers, yeah, jumpers that you go, he makes those all the time yeah. and he just missed them, but he made the three that took us from behind to a head mm-hmm. and we never relinquished the lead again. And, and look, there are guys out there that you go, all right, when he's got the ball in his hands, I feel comfortable. Mm. Uh, and there are guys when he's got the ball in his hands, you don't feel, com- I feel completely comfortable with Jabari when Jabari's yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Because yeah, I know I that agree. he does not like to lose and he's the best player on the floor. That's right. That's right. And he ended up with nine and nine points and 10 rebounds, you know, uh, with Kessler with seven rebounds, 12, five points. The leading score was KD Johnson with 15 and Zepp added 13 to that as well. KD was awesome. Uh, KD, KD was great. We'll get, we'll get, I'll get into more of KD here in a second when we talk about player of the game, spoiler alert, but let's talk about some of the team stats uh, before we get into that. Yeah. Uh, Auburn's shooting struggles was what made this game a, a close game. I don't think the South Florida team uh, could play with Auburn. I don't think the South Florida team could play with Auburn and Auburn Arena. No, um, it wouldn't be that good of a game. But uh, the talent and the sheer want and effort in the defense uh, won out this game with them scoring 19 points in the second half. You're going to win a lot of games. When you you hold teams to 19 points. That's yeah. right. Uh, and then you talk about the paint presence. And with Walker – on the defensive side, the paint presence is there, and you, we, we, we talk. We, I, I, I dare people to keep trying to just turn around and shoot against him. Um, that's not, not smart. That's not smart. That's, I mean, I'm we're telling you that just don't do that. Um, talk about laying out the blueprint. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but you also saw this team got out on the break a lot. And I think a lot of that came with the press when we started pressing in the, in the first half and led it into the second half. And then that run happened with the mm-hmm. fast break. But fast break points, it's such an underrated team stat in the game because you see fast break points turn into runs mm-hmm. because it gets these college kids hyped and excited. Fired up. Fired mm-hmm. up and ready to play because they're getting dunks, they're getting layups, they're getting these shots that they, they want to get instead of these – you know, easy layups in the half court yeah. or pick and rolls yeah. or anything. And the, and the fast break points showed out tonight. It was a six-point win. Auburn won the fast break points by 15, yeah. 19 to four. Big. That's a big point. And not only is that good on the offensive side, that's really good stopping the break on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. You know, there's probably multiple times they have breaks and we block, uh, we block shots. But uh, that's still stopping the fast break. Yeah, just absolutely. Like, so. I just want to point that out. What are the rebounding in there? We actually out-rebounded them by 11. I think we were tied with them at halftime rebounding. Okay. Yeah. So you and I were talking as well as uh, uh, I'm a Carolina fan as well. And, and they took one on the chin from Tennessee today. Um, But the uh, Walker Kessler last year at Carolina was a real good shot blocker. Mm -hmm. 
uh, real athletic, could run, big man that could run, but he wasn't known as a rebound. That really wasn't really his was. job. Armando Baycott and, yes, and, uh, Brooks, yeah. and those guys were the rebounders. Uh, he's become a better rebounder. Oh yeah, and and I think he'll continue to get better at oh, it because yeah. we need him. We need him to rebound. That's right. We need him to rebound. That's right. I completely agree. He has gotten a lot better of a rebounder. It's it's just he just looks like a different player than he was at Carolina. Carolina kind of looks like he didn't really didn't really belong. He didn't really yeah. know where he was most of the time. Not like where fit. he was, but he didn't know where to go, what to do, you know. Um, and I don't blame that on North Carolina. I blame that on just kind of the fit with him and Kessler. And I think I think Walker fits really good here. I think he's liking it. I do too. We'll get into we'll, – we'll say our players of the game. You know, we like to go different. And uh, I think we both have real good ones. I, I almost took yours this time instead of you taking mine. So um, – <laughs> But I had to go with mine, and then we'll talk about next week or for the Battle of Atlantis. Um, yeah, my my player of the game. I I uh, I won't spoil who yours is. I wanted to go who yours was. Um, I, I've got to go with Katie Johnson. I the dude leading scorer, fifteen points. I don't want to talk about his offense. Hey, he, you know he so made he made two threes. He made he <laughs> had the most free throws made out of the game. He had the most free throws attempted. He was probably one of our best offensive players. The dude is so much fun to watch on the defensive end. He is. He's he's so energetic. He and really I excited. kept making this reference when we were watching the game. The dude looks like a basketball Sean Shivers. Mm-hmm. He moves the same way. He kind of acts the same way. He's got the same amount of energy as Sean does. He's fired up, when, gets something fired up when something happens, even if he is nowhere near the play. Mm-hmm. He's getting fired up about it. And I, I love it. I lo- I, I'm so excited to see him in Auburn uniform because we talked about it when we were watching it. I was, he was fun to watch when he was in a, that other uniform that, that says G-E-O-R-G. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not talk about them. Um, but I, he's so much fun to watch when he's an orange. I, I, I love it. I cannot wait to see what he provides this year, he's whether he's off growing. the bench, whether he comes mm-hmm. in the starting lineup, whether he's playing two minutes a game, whether he's playing 40 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. I, he's going to make an impact no matter what. And he's going to get minutes because of that impact that he makes. So um, uh, Katie Johnson is, is, is a good player of the game. Uh, but uh, I've got a shout out to, to our Jalen Williams. Yeah. Um, who's my player of the game and, and Miss Chantel, if you're listening, uh, your son can play, he can play. He's a pro. Uh, he's coming off the bench. He had eight points, but he was four or six shooting. And, and the thing that impressed me most was when we were down, we were headed into getting ready to come into halftime and we went to him on three straight possessions possessions. And he scored on all three of them. The last one with three seconds on the shot clock, an inbounds play that was run perfectly. Uh, Devin Cambridge flashed out to the high post from a baseline out of bounds, got the ball, threw it into uh, Jalen for a little jump hook, and uh, he played great. Uh, the Those points were big, getting us into halftime. And then uh, uh, the second half, uh, some of his passing is just – Again, he's the best passing big man I've seen in a long time. He can shoot, he can pass, he can defend, uh, he can he can run the court. Uh, I, I don't know what he can't do, and and I know he's coming off the bench, uh, probably because of of Jabari being in the starting lineup because they play the same position. But when you're bringing that type of versatility off the bench, and a guy that can score twenty twenty five in a game if if you give him a chance. 
uh, he's my player of the game, and and he's the Swiss Army knife for the Auburn team right now. I'm so excited about Jalen. I, I I really love that analogy of the Swiss Army knife. That's that, that's that's the perfect way to describe. I don't know what other thing I could say besides that. He goes four for six, eight points off the bench, five boards, two assists. That that stat line does not does not really mm-hmm. show what he did in in that game. And you know, I picked the highest score because I I wanted to go with Jalen. My first thought was Jalen as well because he makes an impact. He's just like KD. He's going to make an impact yeah. no matter when he plays, no matter what he plays. Yeah. And no matter what he does, he's going to make an impact. And I'm I'm excited for him. Great but player. um yeah, let's talk about next week. Real briefly, we'll talk about next week. Um UConn. It's actually this week, isn't it? Because it's it's it's, it's it's Monday, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, coming, it's two it's, days, yeah. Wednesday afternoon. I'm excited. Early game excited. in the early, Bahamas. Twelve thirty uh PM in the Bahamas for the Battle of Atlanta's first game against UConn. There's some there's some studs in that in that um in that tournament as well. There's there's some teams in that tournament and we're mm. we're excited to uh maybe play a few of them. But UConn's first, you know, we, we have to focus on UConn. And uh, that's a good that's a good UConn team. They're ranked just below us, I believe. The twenty third. Yes, twenty first. They've 23rd. beaten recently. They beat Long Island University ninety three to forty, uh, and then they beat Binghamton uh, eighty seven to sixty three. Okay, they got some players. They they're very athletic from what I've watched. Um, I haven't watched a lot of them, but they're real athletic. They got a big guy that can run the floor. Um, Auburn's going to have to play really well mm-hmm. to to be in and have a chance to win the game. I agree. Our guards are going to have to – their guards are bigger than us, yeah. which I think we're going to say that about every team. Yeah, Their guards are bigger than us, and if they let them play physical, uh, we could struggle with that. Yeah. So we need to get out and run. Jabari needs to play well, um, which he will. And, uh, and we'll see because we play – Wednesday at twelve thirty, and then we'll probably play Thursday the evening game, and then Friday, depending on where we go. Yeah. So we could play three games in three days. Yeah. And Bruce Pearl called it a business trip, yeah. and it's a business trip. Um, he better, said. He said. He said there's not going to be a lot of swimming with dolphins. We're here to <laughs> play basketball. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Swimming for dolphins is for. It would be fun. It's for the. It's for the summer. It would be fun. This is, this is basketball season. We're we're here. To, we're here to play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. But that, we'll wrap it up right there. And that's uh, three and zero. Three and zero. I'm excited about this Auburn team. Um, mm-hmm. Always team good to get future. a win. It was a struggle. It was a struggle. Well, not the prettiest so win in the world, but a W is a W. It's a win it on the road. First road win. We're yep. excited for the future of this team. We're excited for Wednesday. Excited for the rest of this week. I'm going to see them play in the Bahamas. Play, see them play some real talent, um, and we'll go from there. We'll probably yeah. be back later on this week. We'll we'll figure something out. Maybe maybe we'll record something after Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah, then we'll wrap it up right there. Dad, go ahead. Do your do your thing. Do your at, shout out at I am CTO. I am CTO. <laughs> I don't get a lot of people talking to me. Although I told Miss Chantel that her son was my player of the game. And she liked it and reposted she's it. Awesome. So she's awesome. She's a great follow. If you don't follow her, you need to. She's That's really right. fun. Yes. I think her at is at Chantel Williams. Uh, yeah, I can tell you. Um, I think it is. It's Jalen's mom. Jalen Williams' mom her. is at Chantel 216-38021. Okay. Okay. You just, you just pull up Chantel Williams. She, she's, she's a funny lady. 
funny lady to follow on Twitter. Okay. She she loves her some Auburn basketball and she loves her some Jalen. Jalen. Yeah. I'm right there with you, Michelle Joe. I'm right there with you. I love me some Auburn basketball. I love me some Jalen. <laughs> you can find me at Twitter at Gray Old, at Gray Oldenburg or on Instagram at Gray O21. And until next time, War Eagle Day. War Eagle, Eagle. let's beat UConn. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagles.